night, mate. Hello, Tim. How are you on this fine Monday evening? It is a fine Monday evening, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Slightly regretting saying Monday there. I always I never really like it in podcasts when people reference what day they've recorded on, yeah, and no. I'm not listening to it on that day. <laughs> yeah, because it's content. Yeah, exactly. As soon as it's like, even if it's Tuesday, it's like, oh, well, stuff's happened since then. <laughs> I don't care about yesterday. Like, yeah. even, like, you'll see, like, a podcast, um, like, like, an IGN podcast for me, that's usually week by week. It'll be very relevant to stuff that's happening then. You may find one from, like, six months ago, which you haven't listened to yet, but it's like, well, what's the point? Like, yeah. I'll probably enjoy it, but I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> no, yeah. they'll talk about something that I already know about. I have the absolute inverse issue of that with really? um, with Kermode and Mayo, the film podcast that I like listening to, because I don't mm. watch any of the films and know nothing about what's happening in the film industry. I can listen to one of those from five years ago, and it just sounds like it's brand Those, new this week <laughs> i quite like that though because it's it feels like archive archival yeah. like to hear what somebody thought about a film when it came out and then actually it ends up like some people might have hated something and then it turns out it was like really good later down the line or something yeah. like, i well, like going back and listening to stuff from like 10 years ago like reviews of films or stuff yeah i'd like to think we've got a bit of that no, long we shelf do. life to the show i was thinking that about actually just the fact that we've started doing these over quarantine that we've got like a little kind of weekly diary of yeah, I know. It's quite at nice, least isn't it? mostly the second half of quarantine or at least yeah. a little bit more than that um, i think we started quite early didn't we maybe earlier than i remember maybe like just a couple of weeks in yeah we've done about five or six of these so yeah actually not not too far off yeah well in in the whatever the word i mean is <laughs> <laughs> on that front let's do your little diary how's your week in quarantine been or two weeks really because last week's thoroughly enjoyable episode with italian 90 yeah. we didn't really check in that much ourselves no we didn't um how how was it with you kind of interviewing again let's 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 go under the uh under the blanket that's not a thing um <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get under the covers um what what did you what did you think about interviewing I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. obviously, with those two, like it's so it's like, sort of like doing an interview, but it's not also at the same no. time. Like it's basically just talking to your mates. But yeah, it was really good. Bit um, tricky on Zoom, isn't it? Zoom interviews—they're not the easiest. I guess we've yeah. kind of done that before with Kane Strang, similar. Yeah, and there were a few bits where, when I was listening to it, I just thought. I'll just shut up and let someone else talk. You can hear I'm just trying to butt in and say something. What do you think? Yeah, but it's, it's really. I don't think anyone else. I hope no one else noticed that, but I think it's just like the nature of trying to do a Zoom call with four four people. I think it is because yeah, I mean, I had to leave a lot of that in because people will realise yeah. that um, we we couldn't uh, have all the separate audio tracks for reasons. Um, so I had to leave those bits in. But you know, what they're not hearing is that for us there's a silence so we try to come in and then they talk and then like yeah. it's, it just gets it gets messy but i think overall sounded pretty good um yeah. i'm i'm hearing so many like um we used to worry about um hearing a little bit of delay on our voice yeah. pretty much every podcast i hear now has yeah, like it's, some kind it's of delay in the place <laughs> yeah we've had a bit of a head start on on uh, recording remotely i guess yeah 
or at least um, for a couple of episodes. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you? Yes, I absolutely loved it. It was um, it was good to get back into kind of an interview format, but then also know that you're going to do it with a couple of guys who are who are absolute gold. Top and eggs. Some of the funniest people as well that yeah. I think you could ever know. Um, a, a true double act. They're like that. They are yeah. kind of attracts a two. Yeah. Um, they probably would have a good podcast. <laughs> Maybe would would do as well as ours, but not better or worse. They can, they can stick to their radio. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, right. Slightly <laughs> offended that I saw today that this week's uh, instalment of Les Miserables um, singles club is themed on Leeds. And I didn't get the call up. But you're more York, aren't you? Yeah, but I was born in Leeds. Yeah, I know. We, we I could have that. contributed. I bet, I bet he doesn't have many Leeds-born guests lined up. I also... I'd only too happy to oblige, but... If he does do? York, I'll let him know. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, if I got overlooked for that, then there'd be real <laughs> problems. He's never coming back on the show ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how have how have you been? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. Um, I mean, increasingly nondescript. Although it's basically this is going to be the final episode I record out in the countryside. Mm. I'll be returning to the metropolis that is Brighton. Are you excited? Uh, I'm a bit excited. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit nervous. Right. Partly just because I haven't. I've said it before on here, but I just haven't seen what a city is like during this time. I don't know what yeah. going to a supermarket is going to be like or walking along the seafront or... Do you know what I mean? It's I, certainly going to be different to going into a supermarket where you are now with about... Yeah. You know, if you're anyone's in hot fuzz, I think it might even be quieter <laughs> than that. Yeah, literally is. I mean, it's just like... It's just properly quiet, properly nice, properly just easy to social distance i'm i'm assuming there's gonna be some people who'll make me quite irate in brighton who won't yeah be so, two meters away from me at all times did you make this decision just because me could left or did you make this decision because you just th- felt it was kind of time or did cause yeah it, there's a sense of uh and i know it's not uh, I, i'm not saying if it's a good or a bad thing but there's this kind of sense of things easing up a little bit and you know you look at the you look at all the kind of data and it and it kind of makes sense but there's a really hot week happening this week as well um yeah i think up to 27 degrees or something in london and i had no idea what's happening <laughs> like yeah so I mean, yeah it the decision was made for a whole combination of reasons not least because i it, tomorrow it'll be nine weeks since i arrived here and mm. that's that's just quite a long time you know and um yeah just kind of feel like being fortunate enough to be able to go somewhere for like a bit of change of scenery whilst also remaining safe it's like do you know i'm kind of ready to take up that option um but yeah in terms i have the same sense as you do that think people seem to be kind of just going slightly back to normal and things getting lifted and i don't necessarily 
share other people's optimism about that. That seems like a terrible no. idea to me still. Um, I, mean, I saw it. I've got a friend. Apologies. I've got a friend in Berlin. Um, and they put a picture up on their story of them in a bar with oh, like no. five or six other people with like drinks on the table. And I'm fairly sure this was, this was new because it said we're back. And I forgot to ask, but um, I'm pretty sure she has met up with people in a pub or like a bar in, and it looks relatively busy. People just sat down next to each other. One, two people are holding each other, like hugging each other. And it's like, oh, so like Germany really have gone fully. Like a lot of places have opened and I'm yeah. pretty sure they're saying that things are starting to rise again there. Um, they might be yeah. better at it. And than us but yeah I mean it looks like it's yeah I don't know man like, I've, I'm kind of I'm I've been mentally sort of gearing myself up over the last few weeks for lockdown two. I kind yeah. of looking at what's happening here it just feels like that's an inevitability and I also kind of think well if I've been expecting it and gearing myself up for it then it's not going to be too much of like a blow if it happens and if it doesn't happen, then brilliant. I've got away with it. You yeah. Know? But I don't know. I mean, you're in London. Does it feel different? Is there... A... I'm seeing people getting pints out of pub windows and just standing there in the street on Instagram. I, I haven't seen that. Um, I'm in... I mean, I'm south southeast. I feel like I'm quite a way out of things. And apparently London has like the very... You know this R, this R rate thing? 0.4. Um, yeah, London's like 0.3, 0.4, whereas the rest of the country is like 0.5 and above to yeah. like 0.9 up in the north. And it's like, that's a bit mad. I, my, my theory of that is that London is so big that it has yeah. so many small communities that are keeping within their community. And there's probably less, that because there's less like south to yeah. north travel that we're all sharing the same kind of area. Yeah. And not kind of transmitting as much, possibly. Whereas in somewhere yeah. rural, there's one big Tesco that everyone in that area goes to. Yeah. I feel yep. like I'm a genius for working that out. I think Thank you're probably you. right. My other, I've got a bit of a theory about it as well. And a scientist could probably tell me that I've misunderstood. <laughs> Same. But, but when I see the R, I look at it and I'm like, well... Obviously, the whole point. Like, why are we in lockdown if it's not low? Like, everyone's locked in their houses. How how is anyone infecting anyone else? Yeah. Like, the second you let everyone out, it's just going to rock it up again, right? Yeah, it just seems and it, way and too it doesn't, And it doesn't even necessarily mean that it's like spreading to like a super dangerous level again. It's just like, oh, instead of people who are ill not seeing anyone, they now see three people a day. Yeah, that's all it tells you. People are seeing 0.4 people a day in God, London. I'd love to know what that feels like. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that yeah. might be wrong. No, Who I knows? think it kind of makes sense if you're limiting the amount of people you're seeing to. Then yeah, but as soon as you, like you say, yeah, it just seems so obvious. Like as soon as you open that up, then bam, you know, you've you you're upgraded to the one or the 1.2 yeah. or more. Um, I've kind of stopped watching the updates. Um, oh, I feel yeah, like no one's watching them anymore. Those viewing figures have gone through the floor. <laughs> yeah, it really—it's like lost. It just really tailed off <laughs> in the last series. Um, 
it just it got to the point where I feel like I wasn't learning anything new watching them um, or it was just to the point where I felt like they were just saying stuff that we want to hear yeah. and, it, well, and, would, I, and I would hear what I want what like is worth knowing later on that's the, that's another weird thing about like where we've got to now like at the very beginning of this you were it felt like the whole world was changing every day and you mm. just couldn't keep up with how fast moving the news was yeah and now I think I think things changed quicker before coronavirus than they do now. Like, yeah. we are just completely stuck. We're in <laughs> mud. We're in molasses. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, everything just feels slightly more normal, but not in like a good way. Just in like a, like you say, it's, this is how it is. This is just the how it is. No- the new normal. The new normal, exactly. I don't, I don't like that phrase, but it is a new normal. It very much is a new normal, like... Waking up is just such a strange thing. Just every, every morning waking up, just I look. I I think the same thing. I look outside. I hear birds, and I go. It, I never think. I wonder what I'm gonna do today. <laughs> it's like I know what I'm gonna do today. It's such a strange. It's like it, it, I'm, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it feels like being in prison. Like you yeah. are, especially for me kind of where I am but you are within the four walls and that's it like there's not really a lot happening but <laughs> um, yeah that's that's it well that was uplifting Harry cheers for that sorry <laughs> um, I I've got into a, a hobby I wanted to share you a picture that, okay. I, that I drew um, because I have been doing some good things um, so this was uh, something that I drew based on a new workout that I've been doing. I'm going to say it, which is to listen to an album, yeah, and dance for the full length of it. You're not I, you're not allowed to stop. Interesting. Have you did you invent this? Uh, I well, technically yes, but I'm sure someone in the world has done it. Yeah, but um, I put Igor on. Well, I and, saw you uh, say this on your Instagram story, and I just I thought oh, he's probably just exaggerating no you actually danced for the whole of ego i fully like i i danced for the whole thing and then like even the moments where i would kind of tone it down a bit i would make sure yeah. that i'm jogging on the spot <laughs> um but i just fully went for it and uh, i tracked it and i lo- and i think it was something I, I did put it on on the instagrams it was like 300, 400 calories, wasn't it? It was just ridiculous. I mean, obviously, it's it's not. it might not be completely correct. What day was it? Sunday. So, 397 calories, active calories, 480 total lost in that time for exactly 40, 40 minutes. Um, no lying whatsoever. And I thought, this is cool. And it got to the point where I was like, should I live stream this? Yeah, <laughs> like, on Twitch. I thought um, maybe it's a, like maybe it, it could be a thing. Like somebody dances for the full length of an album, they live stream it. I was thinking, yeah, I, I was getting this close to doing it. I'm not really the kind of person that would do that. I I'm, would. I'm too I worried would, about what people would say. So I would subscribe to your Patreon. Of thank you, you dancing for a full album yeah. once a week. Well, I was thinking like maybe for charity, dancing for like. A full album, but other people were selecting the albums and, and like interpretive dance and yeah. like. But you know who gives a shit what I do? Um, Me, you could be the new Captain Tom. <laughs> yeah, oh God. <laughs> um, well, 
Anyway, I, I kind of thought there might be something in that, but I'm, I'm not going to... <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. But I did do a drawing of Igor. Oh, sick. In the new format with, with this pen that I've got. And I haven't, I, mean, really been, I haven't been doing that, which I thought I'd be doing a lot more of it, so I thought, let's get into it. And I really like the result, and I, I wanted to share with you just to see what you you thought. It's going to be very frustrating for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on our Instagram if that's still going. Um, I don't even know it's still there. I think it is somewhere. By all means. Oh, got a WhatsApp. It's probably from me. Oh, that's actually sick. That's actually sick. He said actually. He was expecting. No, it's in like very bad. good likeness. Thank I don't you. know what I was expecting. Well, it is kind like of uh, based off a real picture. So it's, yeah. you know, you can't go too wrong. Um, but... It's basically, yeah, for people who can't uh, hear or can't see um, audio, which is probably all of you, um, it's it's Igor with his sunglasses and his little pink, um, what's that bit called? Lapels. Lapels and his, and his little hair. And it's, I like it. Maybe it's I'll put lovely. it on my Instagram and then people can yeah. see it. Yeah. Instagram. Might get you a few extra followers as well. Oh yeah, They're just bad people it, uh, like this person did it better. <laughs> uh, Harry you. Willie ninety something, ninety three, ninety three. Harry Willie ninety three. Nice. Find me on the Insta. Um, <laughs> that's my big highlight of the week, to be honest. Did, is there anything you wanted to share with us before we moved on? Um, do you know what? I'm not convinced there is. <laughs> Excellent. Well then, uh, I'll, I'll have I'll, this time next week, listeners. I'll have some great updates for you. You know, I'll have relocated. Be, I'll have seen a whole other side of the world. And to be know. fair, it's I found it really interesting uh, listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that because everyone is very much in the same boat. Where even in their kind of field of what they what they work in, whether it's games or t or uh, film or whatever. They all do this bit where they talk about how things are. And yeah. there's there's a football podcast I listen to. And as you know, there's not a lot of football going on. But they do a good 30, 40 minutes of just talking like they're just at the pub and like they're not yeah. recording. And I'm loving every second of it. So I hope hope that other people are just kind of drowning out to us waffling on about stuff. I'm almost certain that they are. Good. Let yeah. us know if you are. Don't let us know if you're not. <laughs> Yeah, shall we get on to some picks and some uh, some recommendations and some things that we might have been looking at over the couple yeah. of, couple of weeks? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, well, you go first. <laughs> okay, yeah. I can go first. Good. I've got. I realised even on that one a few weeks ago where I thought I'd actually nailed this section. I didn't really because I said about nine things. I gave yeah, like I four songs, four films, <laughs> like four books in there. I was like, I'm not. No one's reading that, and they're all quite intense things as well. It wasn't yeah. like three episodes of Friends. It's uh, three yeah. hard hitting documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> so I boiled it down this week. Um. So I'll start with, but funnily enough, I'm just going to say this now. You've kind of hit on two of my three picks already today somehow inadvertently right so i'll start on podcasts because it, you've basically just gone past it but 
football podcasts this week slash really just today are kind of back. Like yeah, I've I'm normally a very avid listener to Guardian Football Weekly, uh, the Totally Football Show, Football Rambler, dip in and out of. I've found them all absolutely tedious through this uh, lockdown period where they're all just watching like a random game from 1982 and talking about it for an hour. I've just thought, oh my God, this is driving me mental. So I've completely tuned out of them all. But as any football fan will know, the German Bundesliga came back this weekend. So I thought I'm going to, I didn't watch any of the games because... I watched a bit. Was it good? Weird as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I watched well, I about watched... three minutes of uh, the Dortmund uh, Schalke game. Yeah, that was the first one, wasn't it? And it was just like, oh, I can't... it's like watching like a group of lads at indoor football or something. Yeah. It was just, it was just so wrong. Well, just before the, the lockdown, and everything started. I watched Man United played a Europa League game behind closed doors, and I watched that, oh, and right. I thought, I thought this is just horribly eerie and weird, and yeah. you just kind of think, why are we bothering? You can just hear switch it, switch it, <laughs> man on. Yeah, um, so I didn't actually watch any of the Bundesliga football this weekend, but it meant that the podcasts were just like they kind of used to be. They're just talking about all the games and the goals mm. and all the incidents, and it's like, ah, oh, do you know what this this really feels like a bit of normality? Yeah. So thoroughly enjoyed all that. Although I was, there was something about normality being good, but also like. I saw on Twitter like the four top trending things were just like Dortmund Schalke and like results and I was like what's this what's this new thing that's come <laughs> back like it just felt really out of place um, yeah. and there was pictures of just footballers and like highlights and stuff it was like it just felt like it came out of nowhere I know it didn't but yeah it, it just it is made quite me weird. think it's going to be so weird when that's just normal again yeah yeah it is weird I, I completely agree. But listen to the podcast. They're good. I will. Um, next, a movie we watched, which <laughs> actually was kind of a spin-off from... Do you remember a few weeks ago I recommended the podcast The Burner? Yes. Bit of da- daily news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had an episode last week where um, in it they played a clip from The Great Dictator, the Charlie Chaplin film. Mm-hmm. and I found it was like the speech at the very end of the film, and I found it very moving. I found it quite touching. So I I thought that bit was pretty sick, so I thought I'll go and check out the rest of the film, and, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. I don't think I've ever seen a Charlie Chaplin film before, have you? Almost definitely not. I th- I've seen, like, clips of things and stuff. Are we talking, like, black and white? Like, yeah. That's odd for you to to go and watch that. You are it, odd, aren't you? <laughs> like, you? Not odd, like it's not a bad thing at all, but like you'll never you'll never go, oh, do you know what? I've heard this new, uh, this this film Gone Girl. Um, I might watch that. You're like, I heard this film from 1918 that is about a poor girl who died in, a, in an attack. And it's like, just just watch something a bit cheery. Uh, Gone Girl is not cheery. <laughs> Unpredictable. Yeah. Um, well, well, it was. Big, I mean, you just like facts. It seems like yeah, I do that's, like that's always a thing. We've talked about fantasy before and how much you despise it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was like um, it's it's like a it's sort of taking the piss out of Hitler. It's basically what the whole oh yeah no I've thing heard is. yeah um 
but yeah i do like i do like things that are sort of a bit more real this was quite sort of slapstick and but yeah i don't know you talk about hitler i think for the fun, like quite a lot by the way not just about hitler but the the nazis i think yeah, we've, I brought, we've brought up nazis <laughs> and hitler's stuff quite often i don't think i've made it through one of these three picks but yet without a bit of nazi i know what is it with it's you been a real passion through the lockdown apparently <laughs> Sort of unwittingly. <laughs> Have you heard about the Nazis? They're bloody awful. They've done some really weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, so The Great Dictator, go and watch that. Oh, well, maybe I'll probably um, win. And my final pick was a very pleasant surprise that came out at the end of last week, which was old favourite who... Like I say, you mentioned earlier, Kane Strang oh. made a little return. Oh, I did see this, yeah. He's released a demo called Stand Still. Mm. Um, I think it's raising proceeds for like um, a Save Our Venue type campaign in New Zealand. Right. Um, but yeah, new Kane Strang. What's What more is there to say? Yeah, Sounds I, quite like him. I was worried quite. as well. I just I was worried where he went. I, th- I know because he I deleted thought his- everything from his Instagram as well, didn't he? Yeah, and I and I was I think I checked his label at some point, and I don't think he was there. And I thought, oh, has he been dropped or like? I was, I was I would be interested to see where this release what uh, label this release is on. Actually, um, it's just on Bandcamp at the moment. Is so. it? Oh, so it's not on uh, Spotify. No, it's like I say, it's just like a right. So it's probably self-released. So yeah. who? Because he was with uh, Dead Oceans. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think he's with them anymore. I don't know that for sure, but uh, yeah, it's good. I'm very. It was very nice to see his name pop up. Yeah, I know. Um, and yeah, good new tune, solid return. And I think he posted something on Instagram as well, saying like new new stuff coming soon, or working on new stuff, or something along those lines. So yeah, maybe it'll be self released. Maybe he's got a new label. Whatever it is. We always like to hear a bit of Kane Strang. Yeah, we should get in touch. Yeah, I know we should see what see what's happening over in NZ. Dun 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 Yes, let's have a quick listen to it. It's called Standstill by the Main Man.
Kane Strang there with new tune Standstill. Lovely Kane. Lovely Kane. Um, (laughs) So, Harry, have you got three picks from any medium to bring to us to keep us entertained for the next seven days? Uh, I can, yeah, I do. The correct answer. (laughs) I can, I suppose. (laughs) I can and I do and I will. Um, So, yes, the first thing... uh, I have kind of been getting into a bit more kind of TV recently, which, uh, weirdly enough, the first couple of months or the first, like, th- two-thirds of this whole thing, I just wasn't really watching any series or trying to get into anything. Like, I thought, maybe should I, maybe should I start watching The Wire? Like, everyone's yeah. talk, everyone talk. I've been trying to watch The Wire for, like, forever, and I just can't get to it. I got to Sopranos, I did that, loved it. The Wire... You did Sopranos? Yeah, Um, My mum had it on a box set where there was like three episodes per disc. (laughs) It was really annoying to do, actually. It's on Um, vinyl. (laughs) Seriously. You have to turn it. Just as bad. Um, But I discovered... Well, I didn't discover it, but I saw a TV show on Netflix. (laughs) I wrote a TV show. (laughs) Got it made. It's called Dead to Me. Um, And it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And I feel like it's not really getting talked about. But I think it's new or old. Very new. I think the first series came out last year. This second came out this year. Um, it was really weird though because I think I saw it advertised, and I started it, and I think what had happened is the first series was always on there. It just was wasn't really talked about that much. Then the second series was due to come out. So when I just finished the first series. The second one just came out. I was like, oh, fucking nice. wicked. Um, it stars Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini and James Marsden. Um, I guarantee you, if you search those names, you will recognise them. You won't know any of them, though. I don't know who they um, are by name. Do you remember Freaks and Geeks? Did you ever watch Freaks yeah. and Geeks? Linda Cardellini is the, is the like main girl from that. Oh. Um, but this is like years after that, obviously. Um, yeah. Is it, but it's, is it spooky? No, no. Sorry, so I keep, I keep. That's the second time. First you went, it's absolutely, and then I cut you off, and then you went, it's, and I cut you off again. Spooky. People are gonna think that like people are gonna think there's glitches happening here. <laughs> no, it's not spooky. It's it's very funny. Okay. It's quite emotional, um, relatively, but I the, the the two women they're crying it a lot because they're going through. An incredibly like difficult thing, <laughs> which you can't yeah. really say too much about, but it kind of shows. It's basically like a see. Imagine to us two had gone through something terrible, as in one of us had murdered somebody, and imagine what would play out. We're two not murderers, but we'd murder someone, and we have to try and, you know. Yeah. So it's just there's all kind of spins all yeah. over the place, and I won't get too much into the plot. Because it's quite interesting how where it kind of spins a lot, but it's I think it's really well written, um, like amazingly written, um, and the the two kind of main actors, they're both brilliant. Their chemistry is brilliant. Um, I kind I have this this it just feels like something that isn't being talked about because it's it's like two lead actresses. Um, really? Yeah, and I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but. I feel like it's something that should be at the top of people's list, maybe. But um, 
if if what I said earlier is true, then it sounds like the first series just hadn't really wasn't really given um, much kind of marketing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know the ins and outs, but it's brilliant, and I do think people should go and see it because I think you'll like it. It's I keep saying it's a little bit like um, Desperate Housewives, but mixed with like that Dirty John TV show. Mm. Like it's not it's yeah it's weird but it's brilliant please watch it um where where can we watch that that's on netflix i think it's a netflix um original great platform it's a really it's, it's brand new loving it they've got some good stuff on there people um, who actually know what they're talking about say that one of the good things about netflix is because they don't publish their viewing figures or anything um shows that maybe go under the radar a bit but have got a lot of potential they'll often keep them on where other networks would kind of drop mm. them too quickly. So I wonder whether that's kind of what's happened with this one. Really good point. Um, maybe... Thanks. It wasn't mine. I've just heard other people say uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's, it's a really good point. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny how things kind of get popular, because I remember Stranger Things. I watched that first series, and then maybe like two months later, I think because it came out around like Halloween... And then by Christmas, people were talking about it. So it had its time. It's not the same as kind of a year or two of something sitting there. But there's been shows that have been on there for a long time. And then people are like, oh, have you seen that? And it's like, oh, actually, it came out three years ago. But everyone's talking about it. But I feel like the same thing happened with Breaking Bad. Like, that's one of the mm. few series that I've ever properly watched and properly got into. But particularly over here, maybe it was different in the States. But... When I first heard of it or became conscious of it, there were there were already about three series of that. Well, yeah. that is because it wasn't a Netflix thing. I think it was HBO. So right. I think I started that like a year after everyone else, but that there was still all the series free to watch. I think it actually was being watched in America on HBO way right. before people kind of... Or it got popular. I do believe Netflix is a big reason as to why it has maybe the worldwide appeal that it did yeah or that it does a lot of people say that that show that came after it is better than breaking bad better call salt yeah yeah that's that was one of the when i sort of imagined that i would start watching things during lockdown that was one that i kind of thought i'm quite intrigued to see where it goes because apparently it's kind of just its own show in its own yeah. right now it doesn't really feel like a cause i think i watched a few of the first series i did too and then i dropped off yeah but apparently apparently it's got really good I'm, i might i'd say i might give that a go but there's so many to watch um i think that's the overwhelming time everyone's like oh it's lockdown you've got so much time to watch stuff and it's like yeah yeah but i haven't watched like most of the things <laughs> like yeah. i haven't got that much time to Have watch you done everything. succession i watched i think the first half of the first series i was really enjoying it yeah. but it, it felt a bit too serious at the time that was last year that I was watching it. Okay. People go mad for that, don't they? Yeah, they do. The theme tune's very good. <laughs> um, but everyone was talking about how great it is, and it's the best theme tune ever, but they play it throughout the whole episode every time as if it's the only song in... <laughs> and it's like, oh, I, Jesus. It, it, honestly, I was getting really sick of it. Like um, Seinfeld. Yeah, make make absolutely hate Seinfeld. Really, I'll always watch it when she's like falling asleep, and she'll just roll over like, "What are you doing?" Because it's like, bow, 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 b
that's good. Um, okay, I'm I'm gonna move on to um, to something else before we just talk about every other TV show ever. <laughs> nice. um, so I've got two bits of music. Um, I just want to briefly uh, talk about one artist, um, and then we can play the song of the second because it's one that I keep listening to. Um, but I made like I've been making a lot of playlists. I, I just I've got one called La Musica. I've got one called Twenty Twenty. Yeah, I think it just says the music. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> but uh, I've got one called Twenty Twenty Head Bobbins. Uh, nice tunes that your head, bob your head to. <laughs> I've got good workout music. I tried to basically do a playlist of stuff that I could work out to that isn't shit kind of uh, house stuff. Um, but I've got, yeah, this playlist. Um, I've got a, a few artists in here. A lot of it's kind of chilled, relaxed stuff. Nothing really too uh, upbeat. But there's an artist on here called Orion Sun. Uh, I don't know if you know the name. I believe she's from Philadelphia in America. There's not, I just can't find much information on her, so I apologise. But um, she's had two albums out this year. Uh, one is called A Collection of Fleeting Moments and Daydreams, and the track I'm going to play is from that album. It's called Antidote, and it's wonderful. And then the nice. second album came out on the 27th of March. It's called Hold Space For Me. I haven't heard any of that yet, so I'm going to do that. Um, but she's just like a really brilliant R&B kind of vocalist. Um, the tune Antidote everyone go and listen to um, I might have a little bit underneath here but I won't play too much um, but my third and final pick which is also another artist is from these playlists every time I go to it I'll start on this artist um, and I'm listening to a lot of her old stuff her name is Mahalia um, I'm sure we talked about her before yeah. I wish I missed my ex and Sober like and Simmer like brilliant songs i'll always be listening to them uh but she brought out a a little tiny ep slash just some singles i don't think it qualifies as an ep but it's called isolation tapes you know quite obvious but there's a track in there called plastic plants um which is the track i want to play there there are two others too nice and brb they're all like um they're just three really nice tracks that i love listening to um mahalia is a r&b singer yeah. she had an album out last year i believe yeah she's really good compromise. i like and yeah she's that, great and that's and that's someone who r&b isn't necessarily their wheelhouse but i'm a fan <laughs> that's all that says everything then um she's done a new, she's just brought out a new ch- tune actually with ty dollar sign jacob collier is jacob collier that kid yeah <laughs> jacob collier is something you probably wouldn't like he brought an album out May 14th he's this English guy who like he's like an absolute musical like genius in terms of like he knows how like the theory of everything uh, of how it, how things sound and blah 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 but he's very kind of oh, he's, he's my name's Jacob Collier and this is music and I just think <laughs> you would hate him <laughs> um, I'm gonna send you a little some stuff of his um, I love that Loved that. That last thirty seconds was probably my favourite part of any of our lockdown. It was a total stream of consciousness. There was. I know. You went out of podcasting mode and just into 
<laughs> you're excitedly looking at something. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everyone. Um, but away great. from away More from yeah, okay, away from all of that because we have to, otherwise I keep talking. Um, <laughs> let's play the track "Plastic Plants" uh, from Mahalia. I wanna love you like in movies A ticket for two, please You could have been that man uh. If this was really showbiz You would give me roses And I would take your hand uh. Hollywood made it look easy Why did it have to tease me? I don't understand I tried to love like in the movies But all I got was plastic plants That was Mahalia with Plastic Plants. I hope I'm getting her name correct. Um, Mahalia. That's how I say it too. Yeah. Cool. So either we're both wrong or we're both right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, right. Should we move on to our the next part of our show, which has been going swimmingly so far? <laughs> Dusty fingers. Dusty fingers. Yeah. Bring them out. Still, still need a jingle for that, Harry. Dusty fingers. That one's better than the last one. Dusty fingers. 
Because you're picking <laughs> at the records. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that'll do. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is where we go through Rolling Stones' top 500 albums of all time, listening to records we've never heard before, and giving our feedback on our experience of listening to them. Not our critical opinion, because we're not here to deliver that. Just what we felt. That's yeah. what we do. Each week we pick a different record. This week, actually, we picked one for each other. We did. And we're about to give you the results of what has been now a fortnight of non-stop listening from both of us. I think we'll agree. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, one thing that we should also say is that uh, sometimes we will like it sometimes we'll mm. think it's fine sometimes we may just not want to listen to the album yeah well this each is one is fine the process <laughs> yeah each one is okay and if and if that's the case then that's just the case uh never be <laughs> never be offended uh if 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 neither if one of us doesn't like an album that you really like we just yep. didn't we just don't get it yeah okay um and so th- with that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we should probably point out that I think there was a bit of a misunderstanding when we picked these for each other. Yeah. As in, you picked something that you really wanted me to hear. Yeah. I just picked something that I thought was vaguely interesting and I might pick at some point. So I thought, I'll give that one to Harry then. <laughs> yeah, there was. I was a little bit... Uh, you said I sounded quite interested and happy with your choice, but I remember being really annoyed. <laughs> Well, listen back. I think you sounded pretty content. Okay, content. Yeah. Well, um, let, let's let's explain to people what we've both got, and then we can see who goes first. Yeah. So I had Kid A by Radiohead. Yeah. The iconic 2000 album. Yes, which I kind of picked for you because uh, I just don't think we've ever really talked about Radioheads that much, um, and. I we, I kind of really got into them that Glastonbury that we went to where I stayed yeah, to I see g- them play, and you didn't. I was good. Well, I yeah, I was gonna say I kind of. Sometimes you sort of. People have a joint epiphany on a band, and it's kind of this thing that they share. Whereas like, I just witnessed you having an epiphany about Radiohead and didn't yeah. really share in it at all. Not um, in the slightest. No. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed that I didn't pick my favourite Radiohead album for you, but you know we've got plenty of time ahead of us. But we won't do any more Radiohead quite yet, and certainly <laughs> we won't if you didn't like it. But um, I had the Pogues, Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash. Uh, like you say, just kind of picked it around, and didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought like. Interesting, interesting band. People talk about them. Yeah, we've we've had quite a lot of. Um, I know, obviously, this week we've got two British artists, but we've had a fair bit of American stuff on the list so far. You know, I just yeah. thought. I so just thought let's let's mix it up. Go to Dublin, <laughs> see what they're all about. It's not just fairy tale in New York. No, it's not. Sadly, um, shall we just go with me first, just so we can uh, <laughs> not get. I, I don't want. I'm trying not. To, I don't want to be rude. Basically. But yeah. um, 
Well, we'll just rock it through the questions. Yeah. You can apologize afterwards. Okay. Um, so for people who are tuning into Dusty Fingers for the first time, there's eight questions that we go through to try and sum up what we made of the classic record. First question, number one, did you enjoy it? I feel like a kid who hasn't done his homework, but I genuinely have. I just, just didn't like it. Um, not particularly, no. Um, just wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> Next. Number, number two, how much do you think you're hearing for the first time? Like all of it. Um, <laughs> I feel everything feels kind of... Uh, it feels familiar because of, like you say, it's it's something that we hear. You know, there aren't many people where I hear their voice every year in my life, like yeah. without doubt. Uh, there there are years I've probably gone. I can't remember which one, but maybe recent years where I probably haven't heard a Maccabee song. I don't know yeah. if that's true, but even then, like it's I've heard this guy more. Shane McGowan, yeah. I mean, you've you've heard him. Is well because Fairy Tale New York came out before you were born, even when you were. But a wee baby, you still would have heard Shane McGowan somewhere. Absolutely. Um, he was in my dreams and nightmares. Uh, was your mum... Oh, yeah, your mum was pregnant over Christmas. You heard him in the womb, probably. She was, yeah. And I was probably quite a big boy at that point as well. <laughs> Jesus, didn't think of that. Um, so, yeah, I think I might have heard um, one of these songs, A Rainy Night in Soho, I think I'd heard. But out of the 18, probably 17, I don't... <laughs> okay. Uh, did anything about it surprise you? Um, I no, it didn't surprise me necessarily. It's it's just a very odd form of like punk music. Like it's yeah. it's just not what I. I'm I'm completely accepting that I am just a bit ignorant to <laughs> to a lot of this. Um, but sadly, we had Alfion last week. And not sadly that we had him on, but um, <laughs> he would have maybe been able to give me a good lesson on maybe why the Pogues are good. Uh, he's, you know, he's got an Irish background and he loves punk, obviously. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he likes the Pogues or not, but um, I'm pretty sure he would have at least been able to tell me, please yeah. do listen to this and this and whatever. But I just, yeah, I've, I'm sorry, I've lost the question, but um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by anything. No, it was, it was no. kind of what I expected. Very Irish. Very, very Irish. I mean, it just it felt like I was on a boat out in the seven seas. Um in it like if it kind of felt like I was trying to get to sleep, but there was a party going on around me and I just didn't feel like being at the party. That that was it really. I was drinking yeah. water, everyone else was just on gallons of alcohol. I mean yeah. I mean I'll say at this point that un I, I think Probably for the first time, I I listened to your one, or I started to listen to your one this week, and yeah, that was kind of my, that's what I thought about it too. <laughs> Just very Irish, very piratey, very, <laughs> I don't know, kind of oddly, I don't know if raucous is the right word, but... Some of it, yeah. I, I kind of listened to it and thought... Someone's having a great time right now. It just happens to not be me. Exactly. Like, it's... Yeah. If I were to go to a party of, like... It's just like being it's being anywhere. Not everything is for everyone. Like, it, it just wasn't for me. But what's the next yeah. question? Uh, was there anything, anything, that you particularly liked about it? 
I guess there's something about there's something it it kind of does like we've said about some other stuff it transports you yeah uh, to maybe a culture and, and a world that I could appreciate if if my head was in that space and I it, maybe if somebody yeah, explained it to me properly and and got me in the right mood for it then maybe I could do it you know if I was in Dublin and yeah. and people were telling me about the history of the town and and that they were there and like come and watch them play and get drunk and maybe I would have had a great time with it but, yeah I um, think if you were just like in an Irish bar drinking Guinness having a lovely old time yeah. it just feels totally. so of of a time yeah but if you weren't part of it or you're not invested in learning about it then then I just went yeah. into it it only strikes me now but I wonder if it's it's almost like slightly like a live album it's not yeah. live obviously no studio record but it kind of feels like, oh yeah that's an experience that some people had yeah <laughs> yeah definitely um anything you really didn't like <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that I don't know if there's anything I really didn't like about it it just wasn't for me you know yeah um and I don't think I heard enough of it or or really listened to it fully yeah. with my attention, you know, to, to really dislike anything or really like anything from it. It it just it's something that I will probably never listen to again. <laughs> um, but not again because it's bad. It's just it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um well, you've answered the next question. Would you listen to it again? <laughs> yes, actually. I'm I plan on listening to it this weekend. <laughs> Um, question number seven were Rolling Stone right are there really only I think it was about 430 albums ever made that are better than this one I'd probably pick 430 <laughs> before it uh, 450 maybe I don't know um, again like we've said with so many of these that we're just not maybe that into it's on there for a reason there are probably yeah. so many people that know what it means to them. Um, yeah. So yeah, potent- for me, no. For for the music world, potentially, yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like even the most, like the biggest music head ever, like if you're trying to make a list of your top 500 albums, by the end, you're just putting ones that you've remembered. It's like, yeah. Yeah, right. S- steps. But maybe one day. Street Boys. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll try and do this and see how easy it is or difficult. I reckon I'd get stuck before 200. Oh, big time. By 400, it'd be absolute chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so difficult. Um, um, is that all of the questions? The last one is play us your favourite song from it. Okay. Um, I'll play the one that I thought I recognised, and it was A Rainy Night in Soho. And it reminds me of Rainy Nights in Soho, which I miss a lot at the moment. I haven't been there yeah. for so long, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play that. Nice. Cool. So this is A Rainy Night in Soho by The Pogues. been loving you a long time Down all the years, down all the days And I've cried for all your troubles Smile at your funny little ways 
We watched our friends grow up together And we saw them as they fell Some of them fell into heaven Some of them fell into hell I took shelter from a shower And I stepped into your arms On a rainy night in Soho The wind was whistling all its charms I sang you all my sorrows All your joys Whatever happened To that old song To all those little Girls and boys Morning, the ginger lady by my bed, covered in a cloak of silence. I'd hear you talking in my head. I'm not singing for the future. I'm not dreaming of the past I'm not talking of the first time I never think about the last Now the song is nearly over We may never find out what it means Still there's a lot I hold before me You're the measure of my dream The measure of my dream that was a rainy night in soho by the pogues um thank you for asking me all those questions tim <laughs> very let welcome. me please do the same to you so mm. what was it that i gave you to listen to it was radiohead with kid a the 2000 classic yes um 
Right, so should we get into the questions? I'm so yeah, intrigued. I'm so intrigued. Um, I'm nervous. I, I'm trying to second guess your answers already. Uh, right, big one first. Oh, God. Did you enjoy it? Did I enjoy it? <laughs> it's a, It's an interesting question. Okay. I didn't not enjoy it. But I didn't love it, I have to be honest. Okay, so is it a bit of a, this is fine? Do you know what? It it kind of, it. I won't say that because it kind of answers a future question, but I always think of Radiohead as, you know, they're quite, they're quite interesting and a lot of very interesting people really like them and really dig into them. And I listen to it and I, and I'm thinking... Yeah, I can I can sort of see what's going on here, and it is, you know, it's unlike many other things you hear, but just leaves me quite cold. Mm. Doesn't didn't really excite me. Okay, but didn't not like it either. Interesting. Like I, for me, Kid A is one of their like one of the ones I've never really warmed to as much. Um, yeah. And there's probably three or four albums of theirs which I prefer, um, which is why I'm a bit annoyed I didn't give you one of them. But because um, it kind of feels like a moment of like trying to get yeah. you to understand why and I like Radiohead. Like I say it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a roaring success, but it wasn't a total failure either. Okay. Um, so how much of it do you think you're hearing for the first time? I don't really know if. if Felt it did feel quite familiar in bits, hmm. but there was also a lot of new stuff. I'd I'd say I don't know like fifty to seventy percent new. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, did anything surprise you about it? I was quite. I was genuinely quite surprised by how sort of meandering some of the songs were. Yeah. Like particularly. I mean, starting the record with everything in the right place felt really, really bold, given that it's like over four minutes long and doesn't have a chorus or a anything even remotely hooky. And it just sort of weaves along for four minutes, not really going anywhere. I was like, this is a really strange way to start a record. But there's quite a lot of songs on there like that that seem to kind of lack the... I guess traditional pop music structure at all, but I guess that's why people find them really interesting. But yeah. uh, it did it did surprise me, yeah. No surprises. <laughs> I should have uh, just done from, that. Not from that album. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you particularly liked? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a Radiohead record, isn't it? You know, and I I I really respect them for for their uniqueness, like. Tom's vocals are obviously really distinctive, um, but it, like instrumentally, I feel like if someone played a bit of it to me, I'd say and asked me to guess who it was, I'd probably say I think that's Radiohead, yeah. and I like that. I like them for that. You know, they've got their own thing going on. Yeah, and I, particularly, you know, listening to it and thinking this God, this came out in the, in two thousand, must have felt even weirder then than it does now. Yeah, Alien. Yeah, I think that's that's something that maybe the experience that you needed is that like I 
it was like I had, like you said earlier, the epiphany. I was stood in a field with loads of Radiohead fans and it was like, oh, so yeah. you're just a bunch of like kind of guys and girls who are a bit like me. Like, yeah. just a bit it outcasty. Felt like, yeah, they're definitely that. Um, anything you really didn't like? Uh, yeah. I mean, lyrically, I just found that there was absolutely nothing to grab onto whatsoever. Like, when I when I was looking through the track list at first, that one that kind of jumped out to me, just from the title, was National Anthem. Because I was thinking, okay, that's you know that's quite an interesting, uh, quite an interesting kind of artistic choice. And I was thinking, oh, maybe it's going to be their kind of sort of state of the nation. And I'd read a bit about Kid A, and that it was their kind of observation on, you know, what was happening with the turn of the millennium and the sort of dystopian future it looked like we were heading towards. Mm. So I was excited to listen to National Anthem. And then what I got was, actually, I really liked the instrumental, but lyrically, just so bland and so boring. Like, it's, this... I think it says, everyone around here, everyone is so near, it's holding on, it's holding on. Everyone is so near, everyone has got the fear, it's holding on, it's holding on. And that was it. Hmm. It's like Jesus. I think <laughs> put some effort in, Tom. Uh, maybe I forget sometimes about you. Do have this natural way of trying to listen out for lyrics, and I think I don't know. I, you know, maybe I'd ask a bigger Radiohead fan, but I always find that his vocals aren't necessarily about the words themselves, but just the delivery and his. Yeah, you know that's what make kind of it also unique. Um, and maybe. Maybe that's why I kind of do dig yeah. it quite a bit. But there's there's also something kind of weirdly jarring about that because when someone's really emoting, you know, putting all this energy into the the feeling with which they're delivering these lines, but are endeavouring to say absolutely nothing whatsoever. It's like, oh my god, mm. <laughs> you know, it just it just feels a bit odd. But and yeah, I get it. it's like about the atmosphere, and maybe you're not meant to dig into it so much, but. That's the thing that with like if you had to sum up Radiohead in one word, it probably would be atmosphere, isn't it? It's yeah. it's more like it's it's always kind of goes to that. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, like, and again, and you know, I quite like my kind of sad, depressing music, and that there's a, there's a song on there called "How to Completely Disappear," which again, I thought, okay, maybe you know, maybe I'll get on board with this one, and it's the lyrics in that. In a little while, I'll be gone. The moment's already passed. Yeah, it's gone. It's like, come on. That, that's so bad. <laughs> Up your game a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, and this did follow OK Computer as well, which had some brilliant lyrical content uh, in there. Anyway. Well, it's because you mentioned No Surprises earlier, but that's from OK Computer, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. know, that's, that's one of the most heartbreakingly beautiful, you know, lyrics ever. It's an amazing song. Mm. Build on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't minus anything. Um, would you listen to this again? Honestly, I don't think I will be putting on, but if it came on in my company, I'd be perfectly happy to listen to it again. But I did... Like, I, I listened to it two or three times not long after you gave it to me. And then for the last two weeks, I've kind of been thinking in the back of my head, oh, I should probably listen to that again. And have just mm. not really been able to bring myself to 
you know, my put my finger on that play button. Fair. Which probably doesn't react, doesn't represent it very well. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm uh, massively um, shocked by your the outcome <laughs> of this, to be honest. Um, anyway, were, were Rolling Stone correct to put it where they did? Um, for me, no, because I think it was quite high up. Like, I wouldn't have put it there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, loads of interesting experimental things happening there. People love it. And like I say... You know, in two thousand, it must have must have felt like a totally left field work of crazy genius, probably to some people. Like, and I can kind of see that. Yeah. But no, it, I think it was high enough up in the list for me to be able to name that many albums that I like more. Right. Well, I would be. I would have a look quickly now, but it's very hard to get through the list um, in, in a quick pace. <laughs> But I would be interested to know where it placed in terms of Radiohead's albums. Yeah. Because um, I I do believe In Rainbows is their best. And I think that should be quite high up. So it's not my question to answer. But um, I, I <laughs> in, in terms of what I know, I would put Kid A quite low down the list for me. So I'm not too surprised at your, your answers. Um, could you play us your favourite song from the album? Sure. I think it's. Um, I'm guessing this is an obvious choice. I I don't really know if it is or not, but it's a song that I knew already. And when I heard it again, I was like, "Oh yeah, I really like this one." Uh, it's Idiotech. Idiotech, cool. Yeah. Which yeah, I really I really like that song. I re- the instrumental is really cool. Brilliant. So yeah, let's go with that. Radiohead, Idiotech. <laughs> Thank you. 
So that was Radiohead with the best track from Kid A. I was going to call it A Kid then. <laughs> from a kid. I've, I've already forgotten all about it. Um, and now we're going to we're going to repeat the trick because clearly it was such a roaring success this week um, of picking an album for each other. Harry, would you like to unveil first what I'm going to be listening to this week? I can. I'm excited. Um, so I want you to listen to one of, in my opinion, one of the greatest albums of all time, in my opinion, as I've just said literally seconds ago. Um, <laughs> it's It was brought out in 1969 on Atlantic, and the album is Led Zeppelin by Led Zeppelin. I can do that. Good. I, I knew. I know that you probably haven't listened to it, but I know that you'll know a lot of the songs. I saw the other day, um, Hank Azaria. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Sparking a debate on Twitter Roughly. about who, who's the greatest rock band of all time, and he he was saying, well, he was asking. I think he was asking who the greatest American rock band of, of all time are, and his point was that America just doesn't have anyone who's like. And then three he named were the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and Led Zeppelin. So, yeah, his his answer was the Doors, which I didn't really agree with. But he thinks the best rock band in the world is the Doors after naming American. those three. Oh, okay. American! Jesus Christ, that nearly knocked me for six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! I um, mean, even so, American is still quite poor. I would argue. Yeah, no, it's not great. Um, it's 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 really true. I mean, you, the amazing thing about this this is a debut album, and almost every song on there is absolutely brilliant. I'm also eager to know which one your favourite song is because I I have a favourite and it's up there and maybe my top five songs ever. Um, so it'd be very interesting though what your what your thoughts are and everything like that. So next week that'd be great. What? Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that. I I don't think um, I don't it, I don't know why I'm so kind of unfamiliar with Led Zeppelin, but for some reason I am. Well, I had a I dad that was big into them, grew up with them. Your dad was probably a bit too younger. Well, he's he's younger than mine, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, he's less of a classic rock guy. He's more of a '80s indie guy. Yeah, he liked the Smiths. My parents don't like the Smiths. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's really your answer. Um, but it it might sound a bit like you're listening to a greatest hits. Uh, but remember, try and try and be in, put your '69 head on. Oh well, I mean that's that's pretty sick though, isn't it? If you're listening to a, an actual album from a band and it sounds like a greatest hits. It's, yeah, it, you know, it could be a lot worse. Definitely. Okay, so I'm I'm not taking you anywhere near that far back. Okay, um, you're going actually to the same year that I was just in, 2000, mm. and you're going up to position number 361. Um, now this is a record that I loved when I was younger, and I'm I'm trying to work out if I loved it when I was nine in 2000 <laughs> or whether I heard it a few years later. But right. either way, it's legendary and brilliant. It's Outcast with Stankonia. Ooh. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have heard this in full. No. There's obviously massive, massive, massive tracks from it that you'll know. 
I totally remember you being a big Outcast fan. I don't know why. I just I Outcast makes those Tim and Outcast go really well together for some reason. I always I always was a big Outcast fan. They they're just brilliant and just totally unique. This record's got it goes all the way from like quite kind of classic hip hop tropes to I, I guess it I guess it's the it's the makeup of Andre 3000 and uh big boy like you know that one's a, a proper rap guy and the other one's just this sort of crazy jimmy Hendrix style yeah you know out there guy 24 but, um, songs you definitely do like give me the long ones <laughs> some of them are skits of like 20 seconds though yeah yeah but yeah it's got bits of punk in there bits of funk bits of everything and obviously miss jackson's the big yeah. big lead single from it which you couldn't not know um but yeah i think you're going to really enjoy this one this is one i've i've picked genuinely expecting you to like i'm um, like last week <laughs> I, I i'm sure i will i'll try and get very deep into this one though yeah brilliant good some good some good uh picks for next week then exciting stuff um well i think that kind of brings us to the end of this week's episode is Definitely. there anything you'd like to go out on? Hmm. I've got a couple of suggestions. Okay, you if... pick. I think I've picked in the last week or so. Sure. Well, since we... Well, certainly since we last did an episode just us two, we've lost a couple of pretty big members of the musical community. Obviously, uh, one third of Craftwork is no longer with us, which you know, for some people is a pretty massive deal. And yeah. but for me, more importantly, we lost little Richard, which is um Yeah. You know, genuinely heartbreaking news. Um obviously lived to a good old age, but you know, never a nice time to lose an absolute icon and a guy who probably all of the music that we grew up listening to in our teenage years, you know, indie stuff rock and roll wouldn't have really happened without little richard first so um yeah a terrible a terrible terrible loss yeah and they i think officially the first track played on tracks was it uh the first artist played on tracks yeah you played uh little richard um i can't remember the song i think you're but right i'm pretty sure it was the first ever track it was your old uh, choice oh no that was little walter really yeah little walter with up the line ah oh. oh. easy mistake to make they're both little <laughs> yeah do you think this is uh like it was little walter little richard and then they just shortened it and then you got little wayne and <laughs> little peep yeah what's it gonna be next <laughs> just l just yeah I mean, it's yeah, it's a trope that's just never going to end, is it? We, they've they've kind of run out of. Back in the old days, you could basically just have a name, Richard yeah. Walter, but they've all been used up now, so you have to be Lil Uzi Vert instead. Yeah, <laughs> just you, you can't have to make Uzi up Vert. as you go along. No, definitely just the little one. <laughs> he's a bit like U- Uzi Vert, but he's a bit smaller. Is <laughs> like all the um, like. Brazilian footballers like Ronaldinho means little Ronaldo doesn't it yeah (laughs) 
they're all actually called Ronaldo. If you look at every like Brazilian football player's names, it's their name, but then there's like four middle names and Ronaldo's in yeah. there. They're, they've all got Ronaldo in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So let's go out with, I guess, the song that made Little Richard famous to you, Fruity. Lovely. And we'll be back same time next week. She's the gal that I love best To the food, oh rude To the food, woo To the food, eh, oh rude To the food, oh rude To the food, oh rude A wom-bum-a-loom-bum-a-lum-bum-bum Got a gal named Daisy She almost drive me crazy I got a gal named Daisy She almost drive me crazy She knows I love me, yes indeed what you doing to me? What you doing to me?